Ah, Opisia, the Dark Continent. Ravaged by thousands of years of wars, driven by elder gods and demigods, leaving nothing left in its path but chaos. Sagittarius Troy, the Emperor of Chaos Army, in the country of Marmo, has just shy of conquered every country in Obisia. Driven by madness and the only elder god left to man, monster, or fae folk, Lucritus, god of Hades and master of deception. Yet, Amidst all of this are still heroes waiting for their chance to bring balance to chaos and maybe a fragment of light to the Dark Continent. I, Mortimus of the Primes, one of the last few remaining subordinate celestials of the ancient gods, tasked to aid man and creature alike, tirelessly search for these heroes and hopefuls, and maybe influence them to the will of the ancients. I may have found these heroes deep in the foothills of the north of the country called Farine, for this is the record of Mortimus, and this is my telling of the Obsidian Deathhead. You guys left off on... And it's, and it's been, let me just clarify this. It's been fucking eight, eight weeks since our last podcast with all of us in here. Eight fucking weeks. So I can expect you guys not to remember anything. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys took the path of Aegis down the cliff sides. The Badius was reading all the, the riddles and figuring out which way to go. And you guys were all kind of helping with that. Um, through this process, you guys found the cave at the entrance of the cove, um, and you guys fought some skeletons. Some yes, I remember that. Mm-hmm. Now, yeah, and you guys took another tunnel down, and you found a well. And in this well, there was a sword, which Neil determined or Badias determined was the sword of Ogis, which is the founder of Trinidine. And then I went swimming. <clears throat> well, not yet. Uh, Cal went and checked there was a door a secret hidden door that he found and you guys had to debate whether or not you guys wanted to do check the door and see what was on the other side or keep going and the trinidine uh baddiest had informed you guys that there was nothing good on that side of the door there may be treasures in there but it's not going to be easy and it's it's basically a shit way to go um and so you guys decided to check out the the well so baddiest swam the well and found the cove baddiest swam back and got you guys this was the funniest, funny part. Cal did fail his role swimming the tunnel. And behind Cal was um, Octavius. And behind Octavius was Grimdorf. And because Cal failed his role, Grimdorf um, got a negative and ended up failing his role. And so Octavius was stuck between Grimdorf and Cal, who could neither one of them could move. Grimdorf was trying to stand up in, the t- in, this, in, this, in this underwater tunnel. Badius had to swim back in, grab Cal. He swam Cal out. You failed your role trying to get... Grimdorf to go the direction you did. Badia swam back in there. Got Grimdorf to swim back, and the two of you swam Grimdorf out, and that's where the game ended. <clears throat> as you as you guys, as the water opens up, and you guys come up through the water, you guys see the cove, this cave. That's really what it is. It's a cave. They call it the cove, but it's a it's a big open cave um, with waterfalls 
Uh, it's got like bass, you know, stalactites or whatever the fuck they're called. Um, you know, there's water dripping everywhere. And <coughs> to the northeast side of this cove, you see um, another tunnel that's up a little ways. And there's water coming down from that. And that's what Badius had mentioned earlier, that there might be an exit out of this, this cave. Um, to the right, most of the water in here is crystal clear. Um, and as you guys come out of this little underwater tunnel, you guys see that the ground just <laughs> kind of disappears underneath you when you swim out. So it's deep. You don't know how deep it is, but it's fucking deep. To the right, <coughs> you guys, to the right of the exit of when you guys surface, you guys see kind of a ledge uh, about a foot above the water. And it's probably, you know, 20 feet deep and about 150 feet wide. And there's stairs that come down from that and they go up around the stalactites and stuff and you, they disappear into the, to the rock face. To that... On, on that surface over there, you guys see five unlit torches. And these are extravagant torches. These are Ferranian. These are like the torches that you guys saw the Knights of Dunier carrying. They look like those torches. There is a cauldron in the middle of this. Okay? Sitting above a pile of bones. And I didn't say this in the last episode, but I'll, I'll retcon it. There is a pile of bones that are the cauldron sits upon. <clears throat> Instead of like sticks and brush, it's bones and shit like that. There are several dead bodies, skeleton bodies, laying around this cauldron. Um, some are wearing Chaos Legionnaire armor. The other ones are wearing Ferenian Praetorian armor. And amongst the, the bodies, you see one person in particular. And you see the body laying there and you see a crown. And you see this greasy black hair stretched across this skeleton face as you guys swim up to the, the embankment. And um, I'm not going to make you guys do swim checks since that swim is such a hard check. Uh, Grimdorf, you're a little heavy right now, and you're probably not a very good swimmer. Didn't we already do those swim checks? Uh, to get to the tunnel, but like I said, like I almost drowned. Yeah. there's no ground here. So Badius and Octavius are helping you get across to this little ledge as you guys are climbing on there and seeing this body laying there. Um, Jake, if you want to go ahead and give me a knowledge check. Grimdorf, you too. Um, you do have knowledges that can verify whether or not this is the Prince of Farine. Sure. Um, Can I get some of your things? As you guys are still looking around at this stuff, <clears throat> above the cauldron... How about intelligence and politics? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Above the cauldron, there's a creepy post hanging above it with twisted flesh and leaf, gold leaf work and embedded into the flesh over this cauldron. And this is the argument that Cal and Badius were having was whether or not this twisted flesh is the key. I got a seven and a nine, so that's I'm sure one or both of those. Nine, um, eight, nine you, eight seven. You guys are both unanimous. You guys are kind of talking amongst yourselves. Uh, you guys both agree this is definitely royalty. Varinian royalty at the fall of the Empire. And uh, you both got nines? I got a nine. You got a nine too, Seth, didn't you? Hmm? Did you get a nine too? Mm-hmm. This was uh, Prince <coughs> Tristan Shangri was his name. I'm no Ferinian, but that man was a king. Tristan, I believe his name was. <laughs> Not quite king. He was in line to be king before he died. I see. It's been at least 150 years since anybody's heard or seen from him. 
I imagine that's probably his guard there too. Kind of interested what's up in there and who he was fighting. Well, uh, Grimdorf, you can see who they were fighting. These are Chaos Legionnaires in here. They were fighting the Praetorians. Something happened. Had to be somebody There's pretty powerful to take him down. Badius points towards the wall. From the cauldron to the wall to the ceiling, all the way through the abyss of the water, there is a crack almost a foot and a half wide that splits from the cauldron in this whole cave, this mm. whole cove. Some kind of foul magic. Mm -hmm. Is it stable enough for us to go up there and see what happened? You guys are on... I'm assuming that you guys swam to the ledge and yeah. climbed up on the ledge, and you guys are on the ledge now, and you guys are looking, looking around. around yeah. Cal is um, doing his thing. He's looking for traps. I feel like we should just find what we're here to find. We can always come back and do the Grand Tour another time. I agree. I'm not here to rob a tomb. How about we focus on finding a key? The key in the cove, yeah. Should be somewhere around here. Hopefully it hasn't fallen in that crack. Well, like uh, in the last episode, like that was discussed between Cal and Badius, uh, they were just talking about whether or not the key is actually a key. Or whether it's something. Or if it's a little bit more androgynous <coughs> than that, something more like an item that could possess as a key. Now, uh, what they were particularly talking about was this piece of skin hanging over this cauldron piece of skin? Like I said, there's a post that goes over the cauldron, huh. and there's a piece of twisted flesh with gold leaf work embedded into it, hanging over the cauldron. Like a sheep, or...? It's probably two foot long, sh kind of shredded up in different areas. I mean, do you look closely at it? Yeah. Give me a perception alertness roll. I got a ten, a nine, and a seven. You're looking at it closely, and you see a nipple on it. Humanoid skin. Mm -hmm. Yes. Whatever the key is, I sincerely hope it's not this. Revolting. There are tattoos on it. Dwarven tattoos. They're faded, but you can see them with that ten, and you can read them. All right, what did they say? It says, um, <clears throat> Torment who fall between thy breaks. The winds dement and all ferine. My land, my keep. Shangri demons fall. Badius, come here. I'll walk over. Cal's gonna go ahead and start checking the cauldron. He stops you guys for a moment. And he starts checking the cauldron for traps. In that moment, you hear this strange sound come from Cal as he yelps. And Octavius, you're standing right next to him, and you see him right before your eyes um, dissolve as he screams. And he dissolves. And like as if he's burning an acid? Yes. And it's, it happens in a matter of seconds. And there's nothing but liquid on the ground with his clothes and his things there. So he's like the dude from Robocop, but like real fast. It's like... Yeah. That's... Okay. That's disturbing. Yeah. Just coming. What Start to world? reach out for him, but jump back, and then watch him go down and go down onto a knee as he crumbles in. And you guys hear a, uh, a low rumble happen when that happens. Octavius, give me a uh, courage and a willpower check. 
uh, separate rolls. This was your best friend and you just saw die in front of you. Fail the courage roll. Okay. And I double botched the willpower roll. You see Octavius just, just buckles and he just starts, starts screaming. Yeah. He just Cal! He starts kind of grabbing at the gook and the goo there that's left of Cal and he starts putting his hands through it, trying to pull him out of it, and it's just getting all over him. It's a mess. And he's he's freaking the fuck out. Take out my sword and start like chipping and digging at it, trying to get under it. Uh, it's just you and Badius standing there looking at Octavius freaking the fuck out right now. All right, I'll pull something out of my bag. Um, I'll grab Octavius by his shirt, his armor collar, or shirt collar. Start He's tr- wearing a Fernian armor right now. Yeah, I'll start. Well, he's swimming. He's swimming the armor. Yeah. I'll grab him by his armor and I'll pull him on. Because I imagine he's on his knees or whatever. Yeah. I'll pull him onto his butt and drag him away from the body and kind of shove something like a. It's a sedative or a root into his mouth to calm him down. Okay. Uh, I, I imagine I'm gonna fight him on it. Just yeah. Out of instinct, freaking out. Grimdorf, do you want to help? Do you see? You see what's going on? You you might. I'm grabbing that flesh because I mean the ground's still rumbling, right? Wait, do you want to turn into liquid too? Of course not. Uh, then I wouldn't touch it. Just give me a second and help me with him. Hold him still. Sure. You guys pin him down. You know, you stuff his mouth full of it. Hold his mouth shut. Um, it should uh, act pretty quickly, it, uh, depending on what it is. Um, it's, a minor, save. it's a minor It's a minor be a fortitude roll. Yeah, uh, give me a fort save. Or not fortitude, but uh, stam- stamina. 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 Uh, nothing. I had a ten, but I botched it up. All right. Uh, you go calm, and you start spacing out. It was a lot that they just gave you. You guys kind of lay him on the ground as he lays there, and you guys hear the rumbling getting. I'll grab my bow. Stronger and stronger. Grab an arrow. Notch it. Shoot the fucking flesh off the thing. You shoot it, the arrow hits a barrier and just dissolves as soon as it hits it. You All right. An arrow. Well, that's interesting.
welcome to Season 1, Episode 9.5 of Record of Mortimus. I'm your host, Nick Nelson. Um, tonight's going to be a little different. I don't know if you noticed, because we started off a little different. We started with the intro, and we still... I don't know. Is that the death of Cal? We have a guest player tonight. Peter um, is absent tonight. So we have a guest player. Will Peter come back? Is Cal really dead? You'll have to listen to the rest of the episode and listen to the next episode to find out for sure. So tonight, like I said, I'm joined by my regular co-hosts, Neil, Seth, and Jake. And then we have a guest co-host and guest player tonight, Mike. You've probably heard us talk about him the first couple of episodes. <laughs> so um, without getting into it, yeah, I know. Everybody look at Neil. <laughs> Man, he's going to chew his fucking ice. Fuck, see, fuck see, my little mic etiquette speech, right? See, if he chooses ice, that means after every drink, I'm going to go... <sighs> <laughs> no, that's not what it was. It was, this, just, it was this, sick. This, this, this. No, here we go. <laughs> wait, wait. <laughs> yes, this is the mic that Neil was talking about yes. in episode one. <laughs> and episode two. And episode two. <laughs> did I really bring it up twice? Mm-hmm. No, you brought up something completely different. What did I bring up the second time? The, the second time it was the gambler's fallacy. Did I bring you up? No, you didn't. You didn't talk about me specifically. However, you're, I was talking with someone and I was listening. I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> was it you that I was talking to? Yeah, we had the discussion. We were both agreeing and then arguing different things about it i wasn't telling you you were wrong i was just bringing up something completely different i don't remember this you you remember, I have no memory of this you remember your i have no memory of, of this place you, you remember your side of the conversation no i don't i don't even oh, remember you don't that. remember the conversation at all no i don't even remember talking about the gambler's fallacy in any of the podcasts <clears throat> yeah <laughs> Really? <laughs> no, I don't. Jesus, man. Um, let's just keep it quick, Mike. Uh, tell us a little bit briefly about yourself. Um, how long? You, yeah, how long have you known us? Uh, how do you? How do you know us? Through me and Neil, right? Or, uh, yeah, mostly, I, know, right? I know you and Neil through uh, a mutual friend. Yeah. Who I know from work. Uh-huh. And so he he introduced me to you guys through uh, karaoke. Karaoke. Or as the Japanese say, well, I karaoke. That, I had that way karaoke. off. What? What? How the? How the hell do you think I know you? I don't know. For some reason, I thought that Laura brought you over to, for gaming. No. No, I brought I, I brought, brought, Laura. brought Laura over. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Jesus, man. You have your head so far up your own ass sometimes, bro. <laughs> no, I just don't care. That's what having your head up your ass is. Yeah, <laughs> no, sure. that, 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 that means... Never mind. I'm not You're so fucking dense sometimes, and you 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 blow it off on don't caring, but it, that's what being dense is. <laughs> no, I think dense is the inability to care. I have the ability to care. It's I just dope. don't. Hmm. Um. <clears throat> anyway, I care about you. So, uh-huh. yeah, no, I've been <clears throat> I've been gaming. God, I'm what 35 now. I've probably been gaming for 20 years. 20 years? That's about that's about what some of us have been doing. I mean, at least that. I got introduced to uh, D&D 3.0 through other friends. Now, you're Pathfinder guy, right? I am now. Once once they released Pathfinder and I started playing it, I'm like, ooh, I really like this. They, they condensed a lot of the extraneous skills and things that... How, how do you feel Pathfinder compares to 5.0? I haven't even looked at 5.0. I haven't had a, a reason to look at 5.0 because the last time I played Pathfinder was with you guys. Yeah, exactly. 
I, I still haven't played 5.0 either. I, 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 I've been meaning to check it out, but I just, I, I don't know, man. It's like, I just I, don't know if I have time in my life for a new fucking system, you know? I've been looking into <laughs> it a lot recently because I'm thinking about running it with the other group that I run. It's, it's a much simpler system. Yeah, it's a run. lot simpler. Yeah. It's a lot put, easier. Put your mic down a little bit, Jake. Oh, just, there you go. Yeah. Perfect. All right. There's uh, a, a, of all the versions of D&D, it's my particular favorite. Like, D&D is not my favorite system by any stretch of the imagination. But of the versions of D&D, 5.0 is my favorite because it incorporates stuff I like about 2nd, 3rd, and 4th edition. Yeah. Hmm. Um, well, cool. Uh, uh, I, you said you went to New York recently? Yes. I can tell. Oh. Your accent is way thicker. Oh, well, I've just been hanging around my family for a while. So. <laughs> <laughs> is, is fucking Joey Buttafuoco over here. <laughs> I just got back to New York. That's, just, that's all fucking seriously northeast and over Yeah, my brother got married. Yeah, so it was a very beautiful ceremony. I saw the pictures. It was very nice. Yeah. My brother just texted me. He's in uh, Costa Rica on his honeymoon right now. That's hey. way better than divorce court. Mm-hmm. It's definitely better than divorce court. <laughs> And uh, they were staying at this hotel. They're staying at four different hotels throughout their, I don't know how long visit. But the first hotel had this, like, great balcony and shit. And his wife woke up to a dude standing over the bed who had broken into their hotel room. Some drunken homeless guy trying to find a place (laughs) to sleep. So my brother had to get between him and his wife. And the guy wasn't being aggressive or threatening but he also wasn't leaving which is obviously concerning and it took security about 10-15 minutes to get there it didn't seem to be in a whole bit of a rush to get there weird that's pretty weird but that won't be happening tonight because his next hotel he's staying at he had to like canoe over to through whitewater rapids and it's like in the middle of the jungle <laughs> Where's this? Uh, in Costa Rica. Got gotta uh, earn this beanie. <laughs> wait, wait, so you, oh wait, you're not gonna connect his anecdote to how shitty his life is and then make fun of him for it? <laughs> That's Jesus weird. Christ. What? <laughs> Captain Sensitive over here. <clears throat> Do, would you like me to, Neil? Yeah, I mean, I mean, you know, make his. If your brother, if your brother made better decisions, Seth, and made didn't make stupid choices and staying at dumb hotels on his fucking honeymoon, maybe you wouldn't have fucking gotten broken into. Is that better, Neil? No, you have to say it about him. But it wasn't a story about him, though. <laughs> I mean, I'm never going to be going to Costa Rica and some crazy ass. Well, maybe if you weren't like so that. fucking poor, Seth. For sure. <laughs> <laughs> That's very right. <laughs> <laughs> you happy now, Neil? Are you happy? Thank you. <laughs> I'm sorry, Seth. Thank I feel you. really bad about that, buddy. Yeah. I, hey, I'm poor too. Uh, We're good. <laughs> I'm poor too, man. I, I opened you up to it. <laughs> <laughs> Not all of us can be fucking Jake flying the world right now, okay? So. Right, Jake. You got Jesus. some anecdotes, motherfucker. Yeah, like I've got like baller Kanintiwa, money. motherfucker. Right, just got back from fucking Japan for th- well, Asia, three weeks over there. Did like a cruise around Japan for a week, and did one day in Busan on the cruise. So did South Korea for a little bit, which is fucking gorgeous. And then did uh, t- a week around Japan, and then yeah, fuck you. Four days in South <laughs> Korea, Seoul. Which fuck, is you. Beautiful. fuck you. Fuck you. I hope you got radiation. 
I just don't have anything like <laughs> I don't have expenses. All, my car's all paid off. My insurance is super low. Please stop talking because yeah. I'm yeah, not happy k- with you. Kick you keep right telling now. me about the you, expenses you, you don't kick you have. Right. I, I drive an old man Jeep. That's I, like I don't have any children. I, I don't have no home. Hey, that's gonna I, change yeah. probably soon. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Kristen, yeah. she wants that shit, man. She's saying, "Give me it. Give me your spunk. Right. I want kids." Did you ever that. wake up and she's just milking you? <laughs> <laughs> and there it is. <laughs> you know something I noticed about listening to all the podcasts, like back to back? There's a lot of dick talk and spunk talk. There's yeah, a dick joke in every single intro. It's not even like it's timed or planned, but a dick joke is coming. Yeah, I mean, because I'm absolutely new blood. This is <laughs> completely. <laughs> <laughs> what are you, what are you, dicks are funny. Dicks Neil are says it all fun. Neil says they're, it all fun. Dicks like, are funny. It's like a big skin tag. Big skin tag. Protrusion that dangles and bounces, man. That's that's weird. It hurts when you sit on it. It weird right? angles. It's. <laughs> Oh uh, yeah. Oh, just me. All right. That's <laughs> you wish. Uh, no, that's everybody. Um, all right, well, <laughs> welcome. <laughs> I'm on that note. How about we start this shit? All right. Yeah, it pops it every fucking time, and I gotta go through and cut all those out. <clears throat> See, I just did it again. Damn it. So have it. That's because you're stupid like your father. <laughs> <laughs> I think that might actually be applicable to the to the conversation at hand, though. Okay, uh, Grimdorf, do you want to do a perception alertness? 
Did you hear me? Mm-hmm. Seth? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to give me a perception alertness? Sure. <laughs> I failed mine. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> Six, ten, nine, nine. You see the water in the cave rising and it's starting to come up towards the dry area that you guys are at and you see the water coming from the waterfall in the tunnel on the top start to come out a little bit more and a little bit more and a little bit more we can't stay here long the water level's rising we need to leave we need to find this key whatever it is and make our exit I think the only thing that's is protected is that we can. I assume that this is the key. It's dwarven. It's a nipple for some reason. I don't know why there would be a nipple in here in a cauldron. It's bizarre. But I don't see anything else that's obviously connected to what we're doing. Do you have a stick? My arrow dissolved. At that moment, the rumble comes really loud, and then a gust of water shoots out of that coat, that, that tunnel in the northeast side, and you see a body fly out with it. Mike, what's your character's name? <laughs> his name is Lorand Elair McTierid. So his first name is what? Uh, Lorand, but goes by Lori for short. Lori, okay. Lori. Uh, give me a... Um, Stamina check to um, protect yourself against blunt damage. Oh, this is going to suck. Hey, I got a nine. Are you wearing any armor? Maybe light leathers. Uh, that gives you an automatic plus one. You don't take any damage from following the 30 feet from the top of the tunnel, shooting out of a forceful thing of water. But you hit the water belly flop, man, and you start sinking as soon as you hit that water because you're kind of stunned for a moment. And then you come to and kind of kick up and swim up a little bit. Um, it's raining, people. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining, man. The water, <laughs> the water shoots out hard and hits the area that you guys are at. Um, it's not strong enough to pull you guys back into the water. Some water gets in your mouth and you start choking a little bit and you cough it up. I'll pick them up. <laughs> Lena or uh, Octavius? Yeah, lean him against something. You guys see. Mike, go ahead and describe yourself. Or Lori. So he's in his early 20s. He's about 5'8". I, I went over and picked him up, right? Oh, oh you're talking oh, about me. Octavius or Lori? Lori. Lori. Wait, who is getting water in their mouth? I am. Octavius. Oh, okay. Because I'm all out of anger. Because up. you done yeah. drugged High, high as fucking got so I'll just pick place. him up and just lean him against something. Okay. And then ready my sword. So Lori's in his early 20s. He's about 5'8", about 175 pounds. Medium build. He's got silver brown hair. And uh, he's got heterochromia. His left eye is hazel and his right eye is like bright blue. I've never even looked at another man. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you call me? You're a claustrophobic. What'd you call me? I've never even looked at another guy. Uh, he's wearing... We'll see if our fans can get that one. <laughs> Give us some pop culture. <laughs> he appears to wear, like, heavy cloaks. So it doesn't help that 
he's in water right now mm -hmm. because they're all getting super weighted down. Mm -hmm. um, I guess to notice them, that would be what perception alertness. No, you see them. Oh, as soon as mm -hmm. you surface the water, you see all of them. Grim well, do you see a dwarf? Um, uh, do you guys want to just? Well, you've seen the pictures online, right? Right. Uh, you see a dwarf in heavy armor um, with a bronze beard, uh, and you see what looks to be a ranger. Grim dwarf. Mm. So would it be a strength check to, to tread water to try and swim? You no, see it's going to be athletics. A villain and or dexterity. Not? I'm holding. So Dex, I'm holding his character so he doesn't drown. So just Dex then. Do it? No, I don't. Okay. I botch out. I, well, I got a, a ten and a one, so you start sinking. Mm. Or maybe save him. Oh, little help. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm no swimmer. He's a full armor. I, I put the I put Octavius next to him. He's no otter. Don't don't let him drown. <laughs> he's, he's no otter. I'll hold Octavius up. He's no otter. I'll start I'll start waiting <laughs> over to his character. You go into he the deep water swim. and you kind of grab yeah. him as he's sinking under the water and it, I could give swim. me. A, uh, It'd actually be funnier if I were like in like three feet of water and still drowning. No, like this, the middle of this water is uh, bottomless. bottomless. No. Go ahead and make it serious. Mm -hmm. He's no an eight, a ten, a seven, and a one. Um, okay, uh, Badius, you reach down, you grab him. As you grab him, you see bits of fluid floating by you that you can only assume is cow. Um, you may or may not be swimming through cow at the moment. Um, you kind of pull Lori up to the surface, and he kind of he's kind of batting around. Use your feet, swatting, and I'm trying to use my feet. He's heavy. Uh, Badius, he's heavy. He's carrying a lot of gear, and you see some of it starting to float out of his jacket and stuff. No, no, I need, I need all of it. If you, if you can, get, if you can, if you can grab it, just grab it. I'll start <laughs> trying to pull him towards the side. All right, you pull him towards the side. You catch the ledge there, and you can kind of pull yourself up. Oh, thank goodness. <clears throat> he kind of rolls over on his back and just lays there for a moment. And then, um, Lori, your second thought is. Where is... Because you saw the same thing happen to your brother almost yeah. instantaneously at the same time. And so your instinct may be to get up and, and look at the water and see if you can see any remnants of him. Well, he groans as he kind of like turns over. He's kind of like crawling on... He's on all fours trying to get himself back up. He digs through his, uh, his possessions and he takes out potion, filter, vial, whatever you'd like to call it. And he chugs it. What are you using? Um, I'm, it's, a, it's a simple tonic to analyze material, except I'm, I'm tuning it to him specifically. Okay. Does that make sense? Kind of, yeah. So like his essence, right? Because that's something that okay, yeah, yeah. this character can do. So if I need to roll for it, I will. Uh, no, you have uh, something that can aid your perception and alertness plus one. So just roll your perception and alertness. So just my perception, okay. Yeah, plus one. Uh, would it be to difficulty, right, Neil? It would lower the difficulty or add another die? It's going to lower the difficulty. Okay, okay, so instead of a 8, it's going to be a 7. Set. Got a 10. You see some of his clothing with that ooze that he turned into floating in the water. Okay, is it my turn to make a... What is it? What was it? Courage and willpower? Yeah. Okay. <clears throat> What's difficulty? Standard. Uh, that means nothing to me. Six. Okay, thank you. <laughs> if, I say, if I ever say standard, it's going to be a six. Six, okay. 
Unless you're rolling initiative, then it's going to be a four. I got two tens. You compose yourself. For courage. For courage? For yeah, courage, you compose yourself. Will power. I got a six and a nine. You compose yourself, but you feel it in your chest. You lost your brother. He's gone. You feel three people staring at you. Yeah, he's just kind of like literally staring out into the water. Mm-hmm. Thaddeus, you see the other clothing out there. You see a gross ooze in that, too. Go ahead and roll your wits if you... Did you it. trigger a trap on the outside of this wall? Well, he, he's, he looks like he's, he's, he's still processing what he is seeing while he, at the same time, trying to answer you. Not exactly. It wasn't me that triggered the trap. Companion? Hi. Well, your trap might be responsible for us losing one of ours as well. Okay. At that moment, your hair stands up on the back of your neck and you turn around and you see what's laid out in front of you. This is a note for that. This cauldron, the torches, this well, this river, this, or this little cove in here, the water, all of it. It's just dumping solace out. And you see this cauldron and you see this you don't see a bit of flesh Lori you see an artifact hanging over the cauldron and it is so fucking powerful just radiating just in awe of it oh yeah it's a, it's, a, it's a massive artifact the torches themselves are fucking artifacts this whole room is like uh, it's used for channeling there was something massive going on here. And it, from what you can see, with the dead bodies and the unfinished spell, this, a spell that you can't even begin to decipher. When you look around, you see nothing but a bunch of ether pouring out of the water or the crack itself, uh, yada, yada, yada. Um, so ether is what I can extract and then burn. Mm-hmm. Yes. That is, okay. The solace is what, you, what he rolls for. Yeah. Okay, so for that's what you roll. Spells. Okay. So go ahead and roll your solace then. Um, so Lori, you're just gonna you're just gonna burn one ether point. Okay. If if you want to identify, but I think this is a moment that you would. Yes. Just and now he would roll his solace, testing the minor spell to identify it. Mm-hmm. So just the solace. Okay. I got a six and a nine. A six and a nine. Yeah. All you need. Um, Lori, the room here is it, this is a ritual. And it's a ritual gone wrong. And it was a ritual that was too powerful and it was missing a component. And a component was a sacrifice that's missing. The sacrifice was not made. It killed everybody in here. Um, from what you can see. It seems like whoever tried to do this was a little bit too big for their britches. The artifact is one of the controlling substances of this spell. The artifact itself is the flesh of a demigod. The demigod flesh that's being used is a demon. This was the <laughs> from what you from what you can sense from this. This is a demigod called Dragon Shangri, which is pretty much who started the Fernian Empire. This is his skin. Part of his skin, not all of it. It's a chunk of his chest piece. Just the skin of it. 
how much history do you lads know? You don't even know who you're standing here with. You see a fucking dwarf, and you see a ranger, and you see a guy that's assed out on the side over there fucking tripping on his own mushroom sauce. No, he's just calm. He's not tripping or nothing. Yeah, really? I'm, I'm, my character is still in awe. This is probably, like, he's never seen anything like this So you're just before. assuming that he saved you, that they're not a threat? I go over and help Jake's character up. My feet feel funny. Okay. They're all tingly, <clears throat> weird. Well, I don't. What's the uh, what's the role to make to read people? Empathy, perception, and empathy. So it's just perception, guy. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna give them a once over. Or not. I got a one. So you botch. I botch. Okay. Uh, these guys might be enemies. Mm-hmm. And you get super defensive all of a sudden. You kind of put your guard up. He hey. just pulled the armor guy up, and he's got a dwarf, sword in his hand. Dwarf uh, with em- empathy. Maybe you can read this guy who's starting to get sketchy. Seth, if you want to give a corresponding perception and empathy roll. So my character's Four looking dice again, like the last three rolls. My character's looking around, dice. and he starts to kind of tense and like take What's the difficulty? Standard. Alright, that's three successes. You see him starting to get edgy with you guys, thinking that you guys might, well, not obviously thinking that you guys are the enemy all of a sudden. He just, he starts Mm -hmm. freaking out like, he starts like kind of backing slowly away from you guys and you see him kind of sifting through his pockets. You don't know what he's looking for. Batty, I'll just pick me up and I've got a sword in my hand. Batty. Grandorf, if you want to roll your leadership and your charisma, uh, you might be able to calm him down. I have leadership. And even empathy is fine, too. Just depending on how you want to do it. All right. That's four successes. All right. Um, Lori, what he says to you is going to affect you. I have house rules that play in this, okay? You can't go against what he says in the role. It goes against everything in your nature to be that stubborn. Though. Right. Okay. So. <clears throat> We're not here to hurt you. We weren't expecting to find anybody, but we don't find company unwelcome. Why are you here? <sighs> like he sighs. There's like a sigh of relief. Just like wave of relief falls over him. Okay. I'm here by accident, actually. I'm, I'm here looking for something. Maybe this. I don't know. I'm looking for... Out of character. I think we were, we were. I was just looking for anything with magical aptitudes, and this <laughs> was a graveyard for things yeah. of that nature. So you're a treasure hunter, then? You know, it's a roundabout way of saying it. I, <laughs> you know, and what we have all stumbled upon here is. Do <laughs> you you don't even understand what's going on here, do you? Um, Laurie, you did hear them mention that they just lost a friend too, and it's connected directly to this trap that is on this device here which was connected to the other trap that your brother was working on i i uh jake's character is he, is he like pupil mm, no he looks yeah. fucked up high as balls intelligence and uh alchemy or herbalism to see what the fuck you gave him herbalism okay i got a seven and an eight he's on some kind of uh nambus route is that Nambus root? You got that lying around? Who gave that to him? 
Whatever, whoever gave it to him gave him a shit ton of it. How much did you give him? Enough to calm him down. Is he, he calm now? How, wait, how long has he been like that? You know you can't leave him like that. That stuff doesn't just wear off. I take it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> my character just like slowly reaches into his bag. Like it's like a, a it's almost like smelling salts. Um something to counter it. Yeah. It, I mean that's just shy of a like, shot of adrenaline. That's like a one or two dot thing for alchemy. I really don't That's fine. If you want me to roll a can. No, I I, I imagine there's things that can you know, counter all kinds of stuff. So So it's like one of those just like I snap it, rub it, smell this. Smell it. Oh, I like to do some poppers. So instead of a negative three, Jake, you were taking a negative one to all of your actions until the root rears off. Okay. But but you're more with it. Oh, you're you're, you're in it. You're just everything. taking a negative one right now to all actions. Okay. Yeah, no. I'm you were taking a negative three. That sluggishness will will go away with a little bit of rest. Okay. So lots to unpack here. Um. I lost my brother. He's floating in the sea, right there, which I can only assume. And as you say that, adventurer friend Octavius's arms just start wrapping around Baddius. I was right next to him. Your <laughs> is your Baddius stiffen up? <laughs> standing. I was right next to him. I, I could have pushed him out of the Pawn him off under the dwarf. He just goes to you. I kind of wipe myself off I, a little. I dry I your tears with my beard. I could have moved over. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's okay, lad. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Calm down, calm down. There <laughs> I, I've been so much time together. I talked him into this shit. Okay, so, uh, I mean, we, we all have may stumble upon something that we were never meant to stumble upon. This is... This is wrong. We are actually supposed to be here, unlike you. Oh, well, rude, but noted. <laughs> <laughs> so Mortimus did say that he would be reunited with Kara perhaps this is simply destiny I didn't think it would be like today but like in the future okay time so in, in the realm of fairness you know why I'm here why are you all here since you're supposed to be here that's a long story but the short version is we're here for a murder investigation Fascinating. I think so. Who's murder? A friend of this poor man's. I pat Octavius on the back. You seem to know about this room. I I do. I point it uh, to the cauldron. You think you could remove that thing without being liquidated? Maybe I could. I, I don't see a reason why I need to. Do you understand what that is? No. That's kind of odd, considering that you're supposed to be here. We are. We have a friend who was murdered, and the person that did it used some powers that we don't understand. We were led to believe that there was something in this room that was the key to saving her or solving it. Well, what can you tell me about this, this other person who was murdered? 
She was found dead, frozen in the lake from the waist up, her hands chained to the bottom of the lake. Chains had strange writing on them that seemed to be part of a dark ritual. Referred to Chains of frozen binding. You get the hair stands up on the back of your neck, Laurie. That is a very powerful spell used in unison for a conjuring. We're trying to prevent the obsidian death head. That makes you fucking almost pass out when he says that. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your knowledge um, occult. Wait, just a, just a cult or intelligence? intelligence? Okay. Difficulty of a seven. Okay. I got an eight and a nine. It is a titan that they're speaking of. It's an ancient titan that's been brought about the world to fight. Well, to destroy. You can't put your finger on what it was. It was so long ago when you read about it. Should be it's legend. It's not. There's a word for it that people don't use anymore. Uh, the word is Dorakian. That that's stuff of myth. You've seen it firsthand. This room is flooding Ooh. and we need that item. Can you get it for us or not? Do you see any other keys in this room? It's ironic that he used the word key because that's exactly how you would use to describe it. Somebody was sapping the power of this being through the skin and using it to create a more powerful spell. And if one was to summon an obsidian death head, this is definitely a key that you could use to do so, to sap more power. There's only certain ways to get uh, ether in this world. This thing, this thing's one of them. How fast is the water rising? You guys are standing in water at the moment. And as that happens, you guys see a bloom, bloom, and you see a giant air bubble come up from the abyss. I'm still stepping away from the ledge. Same. I'll pull my sword out. May yeah. I roll my survival and perception? Sure. Eight, seven, ten. There's something coming up. Octavius, be so kind. Talk him into getting that thing for us. And then you need to help defend him. Or help me defend him. Of course. There's a, there's a monster coming. What do you say to him, Jake? Listen, you know Frenian history? Aye. My great-grandfather was Marcus Cassius, champion of Farine. He was defeated defending Farine before the fall. You can trust me. We have people that are in dire need, and if we don't get that thing, a lot of people are going to die. And you're the only one down here in this hole to do it. We just lost a companion. I see that you just lost a companion as well. Please don't let their deaths be in vain. We need your help. I fine. And so I start making my way to, like, the perimeter of the cauldron. Mm-hmm. And then he takes this, like, small bag and just starts working a circle around the cauldron. And if anyone... It, he's not trying to hide it at this point. Anyone who pays attention, though, it seems like this material just keeps coming out, even though what's coming out should be more than what the bag can hold. Until he completes the circle, then he takes small chark... Is that like a uh, a shark? Is that like a shark with like a chalky face? Well, it's like a a shark <laughs> that's sorry, farting. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a chart. Gotcha. So it takes some chalk <laughs> <laughs> uh, along the north side, and he starts writing some runes, and then he starts encanting, or whatever the equivalent for for him would be. It's not really that. It's more like. You're using chaos magic. You're going to speak in chaos. Yeah. 
You're going to speak Marmon. Yeah. Which means you know Marmon. Yeah. Well, I'm from Dryden, which was yeah. right on the border. Yep. So, yeah. I burn the ether. I roll my solace. And instead of lowering the difficulty, I'm going to burn a willpower. Obviously, it means something to him. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't want to fuck it up. And then you're not going to burn an ether? No. So your difficulty is going to be a nine then? Okay. So then I have one success. All right. While he's talking to him, I take the rope. I tie it around Grimdorf's waist. <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> Probably and then idea. I'm going to tie it to one of those pillars. Okay. Yeah. And I take it your... You don't know what I'm doing, but I see a very... I, I don't even give you a chance. I'm just like, nope, we're doing this because I don't know what's coming up there, but it's probably going to want to take you in the water. <laughs> this isn't the first time I've been used as a weight. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Not a weight, my friend. You're bait. Keep in mind, I'm like really tall and big among dwarves. Mm-hmm. Badius, you notice the, the he is now at the moment waist deep in the water, which you are taking a negative one now to your uh, physical actions That's because sure. of terrain. That's okay. I'm just using him as bait. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Neil, you are knee deep, which as it starts coming up, you're going to soon start taking negatives. All right, well, um, as of right now, I get distance while Grimdorf is bait, and I pull out my bow. So you're taking Highland? The mm-hmm. stairs go up. You can climb up the stairs. That's what I do. And instead of just grabbing it, because I, that would be kind of vulgar, he takes um, a cloth, and he kind of drapes it, because it's, it's not suspended by anything, right? You said uh, a piece of wood? It's suspended by a piece of wood, yeah. It's suspended mm-hmm. by a piece of wood. Um, the wood that? itself is is insane it's dark wood and it's in this world is like this really powerful wood from the Mirrorlands so no is the Mirrorlands right now so I'm sorry so like Uh, oh no no Jaikod it's from Jaikod so is the wood sending on like sitting on the lip of the cauldron Uh oh okay I I had something completely different in my my head that's fine so he my character gently like moves the wood to the side Mm -hmm. um, and then takes the, the cloth, very clean, it's pristine, wraps the the flesh in it. Okay. And then, so nothing was just like, gotcha, bitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was just, careful, mm-hmm. easy. At that easy. moment, um, Grimdorf, um, Badius, Octavius, roll perception, or roll uh, initiative. Which does involve perception, right? Yes, perception as, as initiative. Can I have a free action to yell at Grimdorf? Sure. Grimdorf, whatever's coming is probably going to want to grab you. Give me a good shot. What do you mean? Uh, Badius, as it comes up, you you change your mind. <laughs> the last thing you want Grimdorf is to be is grabbed by this thing. So uh, you will go ahead and roll your knowledge, academics, intelligence. Um, Lori, go ahead and roll your uh, occult intelligence to see if you can tell Neil or tell Grimdorf to Standard. not get grabbed by this. Standard? Uh, seven. Seven. You see it pulsating coming up. I got a 7 and a 10. I got a 7. You don't want to get grabbed by this thing. Lori, you don't want him getting grabbed by this thing. It's an abolith. No one get grabbed by this thing! <laughs> That's what I yell at as my free action. <laughs> no one! Not just you! No one! No one wants to get grabbed by this thing. Fascinating. I believe that's an abola. <laughs> <laughs> and you guys what? see it. It's kind of like uh, this thing right here. What uh, the hell's an abola? Well, oh, you don't want to get grabbed by it. <laughs> it's a uh, big 
white, sluggish-looking thing with a giant maw. Um, it's about 30 meters um, long to its longest point. Um, it has sharp teeth in its maw. It has these weird blinky little eyes, like little blacked-out eyes, uh, considering how big and white two. and sluggish it is. Two. Okay. Um, two on my that's all I needed. That's all I need to know. And it's got uh, five tentacles. Um, and kind of spines going down its back. Uh, it's a large creature, and um, that's ninety feet fucking long. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, this is what you guys see. Initiative. I got two successes on my initiative. So I got four. Two nines. So. so that is dexterity and alertness? Dex and uh, perception. Four perception successes. Alertness. Perception alertness, okay. And standard, again? Four. Four is initiative. Four is initiative, okay. Fuck you, dice. Sometimes it happens. No, I got three tens. Oh. <laughs> I just fuck, won, won five hundred dollars. <laughs> Stupid no, thing. No, it's like initiative. What am I gonna do with like super initiative? Go first. <laughs> <laughs> Choose when you want to act in the I mean, round because you, you can hold your. I still action. go first. So. Exactly. Uh, okay, guys. Okay, so uh, let's get initiatives here. Uh, I have four. Neil have four. Four. I have three. What a waste. <laughs> would you, you get yeah. Seth for initiative? I got two. Jesus, you guys suck. Two. Four. What'd you get, Neil? Four. Four? Uh, what was your, what's your dexterity? Three. Uh, Baddius, what's your dexterity? Four. Four. Okay. So, like I said, um, while Lori was messing with the key in front of the cauldron, uh, and Octavius, you said on break that you said uh, that you gathered up Cal's things and pursed them before the water started taking over the ground there, right? Okay. And then um, Baddius tied a rope to Grand Dwarf on the left of the cauldron and then made his way towards the stairs of the right. And like I said, the uh, Abolith finally emerges. Its tentacles whip about and it pulsates up and down in excitement after seeing you guys in the pool. And uh, we starting initiative. Baddius goes first. I use my action to aim. Okay. Octavius, your action. <coughs> I see him pulling his bow and aiming. Yep. Uh, I step in front of him. So if the Abolith tries to hit him, I'll take the hit for him. Okay. So Baddius kneels down on the stairs and starts taking aim uh, to the right of the cauldron. 
um, probably about halfway up the stairs, and Octavius moves shield and arm, uh, sword drawn, and, and stands in front of him. It's now the Avalis' turn. As it's coming up and whipping its tendrils around, um, as a free action, you guys all see this kind of bubbly fart sound happen as this gross, kind of stinky, mucusy membrane floats around the water around the Avalith. And then it makes its attacks. Um, Grimdorf, you're near the ledge, tied to a thing. So three of the tentacles on its left side bat towards Grimdorf. Um, Could I commit some dice to defend? I would commit all of, or uh, at, at least. <laughs> mm-hmm. it, th- there, are three, there are three tentacles whipping at you. So I would commit at least. So they're they each going to make their own attack? Yes. And have to defend against each one? Yes. Okay. I I had to, it has to split its dice pool to do that, but it does that. I defend with Dex and Melee, of course. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that would give me... Uh, if you want to blow your entire action just on defending... Well, I'm sure I'm going to do that. The, the, you that, can that's re-roll fine. dodges or your, your Melee. You just lose a die off of each one, but you don't get to do anything else this round. That's all you do. I lose a die off of each one? Yeah. Like, if you have seven dice to defend... Yeah. Then the next second time it's six dice. Then the third time it's five dice. Oh, okay, cool. That's uh, that's what I'm gonna do. Okay. But you don't get to move. You can't do any abilities. That's it. That's, that's your totally day. fine. That's what I'm gonna do. Oh boy! All right. So how many? Take in mind that you are taking a negative right now, a negative one, because you're you're way, almost wasting. Oh, sure, sure, sure. I'll ignore all those. I got two successes on my first dodge. You dodged the first one. Okay. This big old fucking tentacle comes whipping at him. You see the dwarf like roll through the water tied to this post. <laughs> More like he's just playing. He's like, in the not water today. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's an exploding die, so I got one, not two, today, three monster. successes on the second one. You see him. The southern. Well, actually, it would be Grimdor. Not today, monster. <laughs> not, not, today. not today, monster. <laughs> this is a vagina. <laughs> it was so fucking funny when he did that shit. <laughs> um, this other I don't think I'm going to be saying anything. I'm just going to do the hop, <laughs> oh my god, it's perfect. You see this other tentacle come whipping in, slashes all the water across everything, and he just fucking whips by it again. You dodge it again. Alright, and last one, two successes. Alright, uh, the draw goes to you. So you see that third tentacle coming in, and it makes this bellowing kind of noise as it comes. It's obviously getting pissed that it can't hit you. And you're just, you know, you fucking belay it again. Hey! <laughs> that one's close. I got the yeah, tail it end really, of it. Yeah, it comes really close it gets to the slime on me. Yeah. Alright, so next would have been Grimdorf, but you burn your action to uh, dodge. So the next action is Lori. Um, you're standing there staring at this abolith smacking around at this dwarf and he keeps missing at him. Um, what, what else do I know about aboleths? Because I had two successes, he had one. Um, and one of my successes was a ten. Okay, yeah, I'll give that to you. Um, you know that the mucusy cloud, it diseases you if you get in the mucusy cloud. So if he attacks this aboleth and he gets in the water and crosses through this mucusy cloud to get to the aboleth to attack him, He's potentially capable of getting diseased. Okay. And also, this Abilith has the ability to charm. 
well, at least one person in this room. So I can yell as a free action, yes? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't touch the mucus! <laughs> <laughs> It'd be bad for you. Um, I take a flask. Is is drawing and throwing like the same action? Do you have like? Mm, if you have quick draw, it is. Oh. So you have quick draw. Oh, I'll pull out a flask of oil. Okay. Like just straight up, kind of like a grease oil, and I'm gonna throw it at the aboleth. Like towards the mucus stuff, or just at the aboleth itself? Towards the mucus. Okay. So that I can set it on fire. So that's dexterity, and what would this be? You said melee throwing, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's standard? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, no, not right now. It's going to be a 7 because uh, you're trying to throw into action. I got a 10 and a 9. So you throw it into the mucus stuff. Boom. And now the oil starts to incorporate itself into the mucus. Okay. You take a step back and launch the uh, vial into the mucus, and it pops when it hits the mucus and blends in with the stuff. Badius, it's your action. Top of the round. <clears throat> I'm going to take a shot now. Okay. Each turn that I aim just gives me an extra dice. Perfect. And you're doing just one called shot at its eye. So go ahead and roll for that. Uh, is this thing dodging at all? Um, it seems to be focused on Grimdorf right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's trying to swat a fly. <laughs> Come here, you little bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I still did six damage on his eye. Okay, well, he can't see out that eye now. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, it still does six damage to him because it's penetrating into his head and shit. Um, you blind one of its eyes. It can't see out the right side of his face. All right, since I'm only taking one action, I'm moving. Okay, I'm moving to the other side of the room. Okay. You shoot an arrow after taking aim for a round, and it launches across the battle um, and sticks this thing right in its right eye. And shortly right after that, you kind of slide down the stairs and make your way across to the other side of the room and start posting up. Octavius is your action. Moving to the other side of the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you see me fucking running fast to the other side of the room. Yeah, you, you just pissed it off real, 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 real bad. It's a good thing it can't fucking see me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it takes some difficult negs, but it can still kind of see you. Still see Grimdorf. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's still right in Grimdorf's fucking... With its fucking one good tentacle eye. How far away is Grimdorf? He's on the other side of the cauldron from you and towards the edge of the water where he's like waist deep in the water fucking dodging tentacles and shit. He's pretty much got the attention of this aboleth. <clears throat> from where I'm at, can I get over there and like... Shield bash it or charge down on it. One of the over there and like you'd have to get in the to closer to the, the edge of the the water, and then you would have yeah. to get, get into in, the in coagulated the mucus oil uh-huh. that you said is deathly awful, and you don't want to get into. What the, the only thing you can really do is go help uh, Grimdorf take defense and keep the attention of you on on you guys. Is that a th- can you assist? Yeah, yeah. I can move up to him and assist, but I won't get into the water. Okay, so you go over there and you start taking defense with him? Yeah, I'll help him take defense, so hopefully take away his okay, so uh, shield. You're taking a move action, so you can aid in his defense. Yeah. You can become a target also, though. I'm fine with that. Okay, so you um, you start following Badius, and then you see that Grimdorf's have kind of taken a lot of heat right now, so you, you slide through the water, the, the couple-inch deep water on the ledge there, and make your way shield up and start defending with Grimdorf. As your action. Um, so it's Avalis' turn. Grimdorf, 
Give me a will save. Okay. By will save, do you just mean a wits check? And Willpower. Oh, okay. Cool. It's going to be a difficulty of a seven. Yes. You, you pass? By two. With two successes, yeah. All right. Well, that was his action. He was trying to charm you. You felt Ooh. in your head for a split second. Hey. Tickle, hey. tickle. He sounds like... Uh, <laughs> he sounds like fucking... Uh, uh, what's his name? Jermaine uh, Clement. Hey, I'm a fought. <laughs> Wait, what's the name? Fought? Okay, I like fought. He tries to get in your head don't, all soothing. Hey, smooth jazz don't me. <laughs> get out of my head. You're just a fart. Alright, your action. I take a different flask. Okay. Of alchemical fire. And I throw it at the oil. How do you light the alchemical fire? It's alchemical. Oh, so you just like bust a com or yeah. Once you like once it shatters, it, it yeah, lights it, on it, fire. It will break once on it impact. touches air. Okay. Difficulty seven again. That would be awesome if you missed it. I know. No, I got two past. sevens and a nine. Damn it! <laughs> Damn it! Uh, <laughs> no offense, but roll damage. Uh, give me a give me forty ten damage. Forty ten. Uh, it's it's area damage. So anything in that area is taking 40-10. No damage. <laughs> but it's on fire. Actually, zero damage oh, good. means the, the bottle didn't break. Oh, it just sank? Oh. <laughs> yeah, that would, yeah. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. It goes, it goes, boom. It went, boom. Well, that was interesting. That's, 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 it went like this, right? You see, you see Grimdorf just went, turn back yeah. around and you're like, what the fuck it went, are you it doing? Went, it went, it went. <laughs> <laughs> I can do it. No, no, I promise that's never happened before. <laughs> Usually it explodes before I want it to. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> um, it's your action, Grimdorf. These tentacles are still flopping around by you. So I'm only taking a negative one right now, right? At the moment, next round, you'll be taking a negative two. <laughs> All right, you got it. <laughs> um, you can split your gonna... there, are f there are five tentacles in total. <laughs> Do I have to aim at a particular tentacle or if I go for the body? No, uh, if you go for the, the body, you're going to have to get through the mucus cloud. <laughs> okay, I mean, I got a big-ass sword. Okay. Hmm. Let's see what I got here. Are you right about this? Start hacking at them tentacles. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna burn a willpower point. Actually, I have six dice, so I'm gonna do two per tentacle. Okay. First attack, nine and a one, so no. Okay. Second attack, six and an eight, so yes. Okay, roll damage. For an extra success. That's seven damage. Seven damage? You cut the tentacle off, and it makes this horrid sound, and it just blah, blah, boom, boom, starts right. fucking sinking under the water. One more attack. Go ahead. I'm just trying to get away from you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want any part of this. Fuck this dwarf, it's saying. Because <laughs> goddamn Two dwarf. successes. Ah, uh, you hit it. Can't dodge because it uses action trying to charm you. That was actually eight damage last time, but uh, let's see here. The next one is actually ten damage total. 
Um, that was such a mighty hit. You hit two uh. tentacles with it. I'm just going <laughs> to say with that fucking damage roll. Um, so basically, you see that little thing that Lori threw just kind of kerplunk in the water in front of you. And um, after that, you take one swing and you hit a tentacle and it cuts it. And the creature makes this kind of bellowing swing and you kind of spin your sword around, your spyhander around. And you hit such a mighty hit that it actually hits two more tentacles at the same time. And you cut both of those ones off. And it makes this terrible sound as it starts bouncing up and down in the water trying to get away. Um, it's not its round yet, so uh, it can't escape just yet, actually. I see it's leaving. Mm-hmm. If I blind it, it's going to fucking go berserk, so I'm going to let it leave. <laughs> fucking go bananas. Yeah. Fucking slapping at everything and shit and yeah. spewing cloud out everywhere. <laughs> so I'm going to let it leave. All right. Uh, is anybody else going to take any actions? <laughs> All right, as it leaves, yeah, I'm gonna let go. it starts taking the water back down with it. You can see the water starting to lower. Grimdorf. Yes. Really good job. Hmm. Why, thank you. I go down and untie your rope. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot I had that on me. <laughs> Spent all day making that break. So, you see that break. the skin is no longer there, and the water subsides as quickly as it came in. And you see most of the skeletons are still laying there. The armor's heavy on the skeletons. Yeah, man, what did you say your name was? Oh, you can call me Lori. 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 Hey. There's stairs so they get us out of here. Your character is human, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Cool. I, I, didn't, I didn't come through the stairs. I don't know. Maybe. That's right. You came through the wall. Mm-hmm. I did come through the wall. Where does that wall go? It goes to a chamber that leads to the city. Well, that... Where you came from, was it? Get us out of here. Aye, it will. All right. 
Would any of this chaos, armor, and armament do you any good? No. no. I spit at it anyways. Mm -hmm. I'm actually a firm belief that whatever's here ought to stay here. Almost indefinitely. Um, Especially that mm -hmm. points into the water. Badius and Octavius. Mega climb. Uh, well, hold on a second. You guys uh, see the Prince of Farine one I'm last time before you leave. Kneel down and say a prayer to Laurel okay. as we leave. Uh, Badius, you see a change in Octavius. I don't say nothing. Uh, make a, I'm going to make a climb check. Um, yeah, you're going to have to uh, uh, tether Tell a rope everybody. and everything. Unless everybody's going to climb up. I don't see Grandpa climbing this well. <laughs> so who's going to carry me? <laughs> <laughs> I vote the dwarf. <laughs> eh? He <laughs> <laughs> looks at you with arms outreached and just... Do you mind dragging across the floor? Two nines and a one to climb, Nick. Pettius, you start strapping all your stuff to you and you wade across the pond. Or not the pond, but this... Uh, well, the, the lagoon, I guess, in this room in here, um, in this cave. And you get to the cave wall that the waterfall is kind of spouting out of at the moment. And you start slowly climbing your way up this side of this, this, uh, this cave wall to get to the opening that um, Lori shot out of when the water was rushing out. Um, with just one nine, you barely make it up there. You have a couple of slips and you don't fall, though catch yourself and you get up to the top the top is about 40 feet up maybe 50 feet up to the opening of the hole the water isn't coming out strong enough to uh to push you off so you're standing in the hole of this thing and you let the rope down for everyone else um now with the rope the climb check is going to be a minus two on difficulty so instead of a nine climbing up this thing it's going to be a seven but it's still going to be difficult Hold on to my shoulders. You push his so ass. So who's going to carry me? I Just yeah. make it. Try it, try it first. I mean, the worst yeah. thing that's going to happen, you're going to fall in the water. And try again. Taking any negatives? I know what's in the water. I. That's gone. I don't know that. I do not succeed. Oh, I got one eight. Uh, I've got a ten. All right. Well, the rest of you guys gather your things and um, start wading across the lagoon also. Um, Grimdorf starts climbing up first, and he almost immediately f slides off the rocks and tumbles down backwards and hits the water like a cannonball. Uh, the other two of you guys use the rope to climb up, and you, not gracefully, but gently kind of make your way up to the top of this, this cave wall. And you guys look down at Grimdorf. Oh, <laughs> really must get in shape. <laughs> you want me to pull you up? If you could. Octavius. Just help me grab the rope. We'll just pull him up. Right between Octavius and Badius, you guys have enough strength to pull um, Grimdorf up. Um, it's a slow pull. Uh, you guys slowly heave him up this 40-foot cave wall. He's dangling, getting hit by the waterfall every now and again. And he kind of gets to the edge, and you guys start sliding him up on the edge and kind of pull him up. You guys start to prepare to make your way down this tunnel that the water's coming through that Lori shot out of um before you guys leave um octavius laurie you guys stand there and look for a minute back at the cove of solstice and you guys take a moment of silence for your fallen your your friend and your brother um as you as you guys are staring back at the cove before you leave 
ticking moment. So, Lori, you take them back the way you came. You guys go through the tunnel where the water's coming through um, for about 100 yards, and then you get to a ledge with a small, round, iron, kind of rusted-out door in the face of the round tunnel wall. Lori, this is where the trap set off by your brother um, disintegrated him and sucked you through. So you guys climb through the door into an old dried septic room. Um, smells bad in here. And from there, you climb up a small ledge um, out the hole of a communal toilet um, and from a blown-down bathhouse on the outskirts of the city ruin. Um, it's, it's big enough to climb through, especially it's, since it's kind of dilapidated and such, but you can tell that's what it is. Um, you guys' time is running out. You can feel the pressure and tension in the air as you're following Lori carefully through the city. Remnants. Um, you know that there's somebody, a creature, hunting you in this city looking for you at the moment. And Mortis Mist gave you about six hours, and it's been pretty close to that. You guys have been doing this for a while. Um, Lori takes you to a property, a run, rundown property overlooking the canyon, which is where Lori crossed earlier. You can actually see Mortis Mist standing on the other side, smoking still. Um as the sun gets closer to setting. You're about 500 yards from where you started previously, and you can see a makeshift kind of rickety three-rope bridge, which is where Lori takes you guys to. I'll send my eagle up. I mean, I'll, I strike that reverse. I pull my eagle down. Okay. I had him circling, remember? Um, Give me a perception alertness, everybody. You see Mortimus. He kind of looks over to you guys. Seven, six. Uh, ten, nine. Holy shit. Nice, Mike. Anybody else? Seven and a six. Eight. eight. Oh, my God. Yep. That's an eight and three tens. Okay. That's, that's two eights and three tens. Two eights and three tens. Jesus. Mm-hmm. Two successes, a seven and a six. Okay. Uh, Jake, Grimdor, if you don't hear anything. So, um, Laurie, I'm not going to make you roll intelligence and, or any knowledges for this. Um... This is pretty common knowledge, and anybody who travels uh, the world and Obisia, this is kind of one of those things that they know about and what to listen for, even without survival and whatnot. There are certain things that you're taught. Um, I'm going to assume that your character already knows this because he's been traveling for as long as he has without a guide. Troll sign. That's what you hear. Troll sign. Now, trolls in this world are not like the Tolkien-esque trolls. These are... The, the easiest way to describe Obisian trolls are um, feral, uh, sinewy, jacked up, kind of super hyper aggro elves on steroids that have, you know, old rusted armor, piercings everywhere, long ears, big bouffant hair, um, and they travel in packs. Uh, they're super intelligent, but like hyper aggressive, super, super aggressive. Um, they're more like, I guess, token-esque orcs than they are, uh, uh, trolls, but we call them trolls in this world. Um, there are orcs in this world also, uh, but they're a little different than trolls. So, um, with the, with the successes that you got, Lori, this is what you hear. You can hear them. They sound like a pack of rabbit dogs fighting over food. Now they're too far away for you to be able to hear any of the, the actual words they're using the, when they're, when they're talking, 
um, but you can hear them in the distance, and they're traveling from in the woods on the other side of the bridge. Is what you hear, Betty? Is you hear something different in the wind with those three tens? It's very faint. You hear what sounds like following them or in pursuit of them bells, little jingly bells. And it's very faint and you barely hear it. Now, Baddius, you come to the conclusion that that it's either one of two things. The trolls are either hunting this thing this that's doing the bells or the bells are hunting the trolls. Hmm. Using Mortis Miss is completely oblivious to both of them if he comes over. And he kind of waves at you guys at the other side of the, the ravine. Now, Lori, you, when you crossed this little three-row bridge, it was intact. Um, at the moment, it is not. It's not completely intact. Now, it's about 300 yards across this ravine. It's, it's pretty far. It's a pretty long distance um, to get across this thing. Um, is the swordsman on the bridge anymore? No. What do you think, Rimdorf? Should we run for the bridge? The bridge is a uh, half a mile away. Well, well, who's that? <laughs> Points at the dude. Are you gonna come get us? He can't. A lunatic. I don't think we'll make it. Mortimus shouts across the ravine to you guys. I would be more than happy to pick you up from that. But you know I cannot cross this ravine. I am not allowed in these ruins. I told you that. that. Find a way across, and I will get us all out of here. No, but who? What? I hear it too. Hear what? Trolls. They're either chasing something or something's chasing them. I don't hear anything. That's because you're fucking old and feeble. (laughs) (laughs) See if I can see anything coming. (laughs) I am not feeble. (laughs) Old, maybe. I'll call my falcon down. Okay. Have it fly it over. Yep. I'll attach the rope to my boat. I'll just give the command. He grabs it. Yeah. I'll send the falcon across. Yep. Or the, it's not a falcon. You see this fucking bird. It's not there a falcon. It's, it's, uh, have you ever seen a harpy eagle? Yes. Have you ever seen how big they are? Yeah. It's like that They're the world's version. biggest bird. Yeah, they're like, dire, they're like dire eagles. Yeah. That's what you see. Well, yeah, um, it grabs the rope and starts kind of flying it across. And it drops it in front of Mortimus and he kind of grabs the rope and you see him tie it to a tree. And the other parts of the rope were attached to it. He kind of reestablishes it. I'm going to roll for Mortimus to see how his rope skill goes here. All right, I'm going to draw my sword. Grindorf? Yes. I would say stay here and defend, but you're probably going to be the hardest to get across. Across. I'll stay last. Everybody else go. Um, I can take a hit. I can't disagree. I mean, you could. But what good would it do? Mm-hmm. The more you sit and debate, the closer they're getting. Mortimus succeeds in tying the rope, and he looks at you, Lori, and he shouts something to you. Boy! Boy. You have magical aptitude! He looks at you, Neil. He takes his ring off, and he flicks it across the ravine. Roll the catch. <laughs> <laughs> and that's how he lost the ring of Mortimus. Yeah. <laughs> uh, botch. Not today. <laughs> Not today. Six, 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 seven. You, you catch it like you're catching a set of keys, you know, when your homie throws to you. 
<laughs> and oh my god, you are just empowered by this ring. Um, Lori, the second you put it on, you're gonna know what this ring does. You're only capable of taking one person with you. <laughs> <laughs> You can't go very far either because you don't I'll really truly I'm understand. I'm pantomiming it. handing Mike the ring. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Lori puts it the, on. The, view, the listeners can't see. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there have been a lot of hand motions this, this whole no, session. Yeah. <laughs> Every session we listeners have aren't really getting motion. like the full experience right now. We're all oh, Italian. Lori, you were dropped to a bibbity bobbity. You were dropped to a knee within the power of this ring. It is. It is a it is a blessing from a god. By far. And not just some god by the ancients. Um now you're gonna to have to spend your last ether. I already spent it. Oh well you I only had two. You're gonna roll to use magic device on this. Worked what is that? You ro <laughs> roll your solace and hope you roll good. Yep. <laughs> Which means go. You could blow yourself up if you fuck this up. <laughs> uh, you might want to grab Grimdor's hand before you blow <laughs> so yourself up. <laughs> Mike, blow up, power boy. Hey man. Hey. Oh man. Hey, come on. He's a noob. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what happened last time I did that? <laughs> that I still failed. <laughs> that's why I stipulated. You can't you actually botch die. when you blow a PowerPoint. You can't botch. No. No. Not you if can only PowerPoint. You can fail. But no. You can't botch. Okay. You can fail. No, you cannot. No, your botch will take care of, or your your wit, your willpower. Yes, you can. You can. You fail. can fail. You can't botch. You can't botch. Mm. You can't botch out. You can't like fucking completely like fail, 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 fail. But you cannot succeed. Succeed. Uh, Grimdorf, do you do, very, do you take very, this guy's very hand? important wording for you, Mike? Is that? Yes, that's very. This guy's very, trying to take your hand. He, he puts on Mortimus's ring. So unnaturally large one for yours. You feel a loaf of bread get placed into your palm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Big meaty hand. I mean, it's a gauntleted right now. <laughs> it okay. is definitely so gauntleted. So I'm just like yeah. kind of like grabbing like on a, to just, just like a it's like a metal whale dick. <laughs> what? <laughs> we haven't talked about dicks in this episode. Put it we talked about it in the preamble. And I don't did know you just I use the word preamble? I did. <laughs> All right. I mean, we just use the word metal whale dick. So it's, Not it's whale all dick. on the table now. Preamble is where yeah. you cross the line like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> no. Well, I got a five and a four, but I blew a willpower porn. And not the metal whale dick. Okay. Um, the both of you guys travel across the ravine, and you get to the other side without showing up into a, the middle of a tree or a rock or something like that. Um... Give me a give me a stamina check, Grimdorf. You too. Uh, you get his a plus one. Though. I was gonna say his difficulty should be lower. Yeah, you get a plus one to your difficulty. So yours is a five difficulty, Mike. Yours is a standard. So Grimdorf, give me another stamina check. You just teleported again. Okay. Yeah, I botch. All right, you yak. <laughs> Everything comes up. <laughs> Stuff that you had. Got ten. You're fine. You feel fine. Uh, stuff comes up that you didn't even know well, you ate for. <laughs> mm -hmm. You're like, I hate that. Mm -hmm. um, Wait, he botched? 
Yeah. Oh, you botched? He yeah. sharded himself. Oh, you shit your pants down. <laughs> he, he shit and puke. Oh, oh yeah, no. Both ends. Uh, yes, you do. You do get the both ends on this one. Oh. As you're puking, you feel a little wet spot in your pants. Oh, no. 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 No, stop. Stop. No, stop. It came. <laughs> Um, no, it happened. As Mortimus, as you're doing that, Mortimus laughs and grabs your hand and takes the ring from you. He doesn't even ask you. He just grabs your no, hand. No, I'm too busy. Yeah, you're just like fucking flailing. <laughs> he grabs your hand and he takes it off your hand. Um, Badius, roll to get across. You are watching guard. Octavius. Yeah, sword and shield looking out in the distance. As you're looking out in the distance, give me a perception and an alertness. Badius, you give me a dex and athletics check. Mm, 881. It's slow and steady, but you get across. Nine, nine, eight, seven. Damn, bro. As the sun sets, you look around intently at your surroundings and something catches your eye. Coming down what used to be a street is a thin, sinewy man wearing leather pants and armor. He has no shirt on or chest armor, save for a shoulder armor piece that stretches across his chest with straps. And he's dragging a large two-handed sword that looks about twice too big for him. His head is down. There's no facial hair. His face is gaunt. And black middle-length greasy hair lays flat across his face. He's walking towards you guys. Oh, fuck. I put away the sword and shield. It's the guard. You're saying that, and you turn around, and you see Badius making his way almost across the ravine. <laughs> You're alone. <laughs> <laughs> Fuckers. Uh, Badius, you feel the rope start shaking as you're not making it away to across yet. And you see fucking <laughs> Octavius freakishly trying to get on the no, rope as you're stop. stalling You're going to make us both fall. Stop. Stop. <laughs> no. Just prepping. He's coming. So if you want to move. I'm going as fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> move a little ass a little faster. You're the nimble one. Do your thing. Octavius, you hear ancient Fernian shouting at you as he's walking a little bit closer to you. And do you understand? I do understand ancient Fernian. He says, ready yourself or prepare to die. Neil, yeah. you hear this coming from yeah. the city. Or Badius, you hear this coming from the city. I speak Fernian. Yeah. Uh-huh. Ancient Fernian. Do you look across past Octavius? Mm-hmm. Oh. You see the bridge men. Throw a quick... All right. Is he nearer, Octavius? It's getting pretty fucking yeah. close All to right. him. All right. So I'm going to go ahead. This is <laughs> this is kind of silly, but I'm going to go ahead and grab the rope like this, hang down, pull out my bow and arrow. Ready to shoot? Yeah, I'm going to see if I can slow this motherfucker down. Okay. He's probably going to fucking stab the fucking arrow out of the air, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Pink. Okay. Well, why don't you roll to see if you can do that maneuver first? Okay. And that's how we fell off yeah. the rope bridge. Grim, <laughs> Grimdorf, why, when, while you and Mike, or uh, Laurie are what here... Did I do that maneuver? He did. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you get? Uh, nine, eight, nine, ten, ten, seven. Badius, you uh, wrap your leg around one of the ropes of the three-rope bridge, and you dangle yourself down, upside down, and you draw your bow and an arrow, and you start taking aim. Uh, Laurie, Grimdorf... Give me a perception and alertness. I'm still puking and shitting. Grimdor, give me a <laughs> perception and alertness. Yes, you are. Okay. And but you're ready, doing it really yourself, well. ready yourself. Do it again. You let me know when my affliction is done. Next round. Okay. One success. If it, as long as the difficulty is a six. There's something moving through the woods. It's a pack of them. 
You think it's the trolls they're talking about and they're getting close. And as as you're thinking that, roll initiative. Okay. Because the one's jumping out of the woods at you right now. Same dice. Oh, no successes on initiative. I think there's some troll. <laughs> as you say that, um, you see Mortimus finally unsheath his sword. And he's rolling initiative. And as he, as he unsheaths his sword, he says, Why didn't you tell me about the fucking trolls? <laughs> I yell, I did! <laughs> okay. Uh, roll initiative, Vettius. Um, go ahead and roll for next round because round's going to start on this one. So go ahead and roll initiative. Do I have a minus one? Uh, you have actually more than a minus one because you're um, sickened. So two? It was a two, yep. Minus mm-hmm. two. Um, Octavius, your initiative two. God damn it. Four. 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 Grimdorf, you got zero. Zero. Four. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Welcome to the game. <laughs> All right, well, Mornimus goes first, and Grimdorf, you're startled as a troll comes out of the woods and leaps at you. You see him. He's wearing troll armor, he, and he's got blood pouring out all over him. He's a, he's a blood troll. And he jumps out, which means they're all blood trolls, which means they're berserkers, man. And he jumps out and launches himself from the woods at you, and you see Mortimus swing, and he cuts him right in half, right in front of you, and half of his, the lower half of his body hits you in the chest. <laughs> Is he making, like, those troll sounds from Willow? Uh, no. no, it's not like those kind of Aww. trolls. Like I said, like we said earlier, these Much trolls. More terrifying. Yeah, these trolls are like armored berserker elves. Berserker elves okay. is what they look like. They look like twisted elves. So more like World of Warcraft trolls. Yes. 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 And um, in that moment, you see Mortimus. He tries to teleport, and all of a sudden, he goes, "Damn it!" He looks towards the Lori's character, and he's like, "Can you do anything magical?" You can see magic as a free action. Okay. I thought I had to burn magic to see magic. Because uh, you made me burn an ether to see the ritual. That was a spell that you were trying to see. That, that's not actually... Yeah, you just roll your solace. This hasn't been working out so great for me nope. so far. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got an eight and a six. Um, well, you go to see magic and... Pff, your head just goes completely black for a second. Somebody's dampening the magic. And then you hear those bells. You hear Mortimus. Fuck! I can't transport us while we're like this! There's someone coming! It's a stranger. You see him kind of stepping back away a little bit. It's hunting the trolls! Uh, Batty, it's your action. Take a shot at the uh, swordsman. Oh yeah, he's coming at fucking Octavius. You see Octavius trying to get away and kind of... Pull away on the ropes a little bit. I'm going to Indiana Jones this shit. <laughs> I'm going to cut the rope and swing. All right. Um, I just take one awesome shot. Uh, I got a 10, a 9, a 7, and a 6. I'm going to reroll right my 10. All right. Another 9. Okay. Well, damage. So six successes. Do I hear the chimes at this point? Oh, yeah. They're like little bells is what this sounds like. Little bells. Four damage. Out of eight dice, that's kind of sucky. Don't worry. Four damage? You shoot the watcher in the chest, and he falls down to the ground. All right, I'll start Kyle again. What? One shot took him down? Mm-mm. 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 <laughs> I say, run! Run, you fool, run! Hold on! <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to wrap my arm around the rope and cut the end. You guys, <laughs> you get a shot Hold of him, on. like, lift his head up a little bit. And he kind of pulls the arrow out, and he starts kind of stumbling around, trying to get himself up. Oh, 
Ooh. Sir, action, Octavius. Wrap my arm in it and cut the rope. Swing. Roll, Jones, uh, roll strength and athletics. And I'm going Badius, to roll strength spend and athletics. willpower to make sure I don't die. It's a good willpower. Yeah, I'm going to blow a good willpower to spend. <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good one to spend. Swinging across the ravine, 300 mm -hmm. yards. That's a good willpower to spend. Dun, 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 dun. Well, it's dun, a good dun, thing. Dun, oh. <laughs> <laughs> With my willpower, I got two successes. What? I got a 10 and a 9 and a 6 and a 7. And a willpower. All right. You guys stay on and you guys smack against the wall. Whack. Roll stamina to soak. Uh, blunt damage. Plus armor. Uh, plus plus armor. armor. Grimdorf, it's your action. You see another troll fly out of the woods right at you. It's your action. I soak Fornic. I'm like a fucking demon tonight, man. You don't take any damage. Yeah. Badius, it just hurts. Like, <laughs> soak what? six. Okay. You don't take no I'm going to immediately start climbing up. Quick, quick question before before I eventually take my action. The, the solace was like the magical perception check, right? It wasn't necessarily to see, but it was to perceive, correct? Yes, to see yes. if you could see magic, and you cannot right now, which means you cannot cast magic. But I'm also wondering, because it's auditory, because of the chimes, this is, this is, what, this is what my character's thinking. This is what he's trying to figure it's out. It's possible. Uh, give me a witch check. Let's see if you can figure this out. Mortimus, being a prime, can suppress magic, so he would know if it's being suppressed. I got a 7, 9, and a 10. Yes. This, the sound of the chimes is suppressing the magical. So it's completely auditory. Yes. It's still a magical effect of anti-magic. And whoever's doing it is... It, it has no... So, so the sound itself so is... So it's bells not, are it, irrelevant. It, it's, yeah. Okay, so the sound itself is not subjective to it's the, the person listening themselves. to it's it. It's the exactly. bells themselves. The bells themselves. Now, your alchemy is not affected by it because your alchemy is alchemy. Right. It's your action. Cool. The guardsman stands up at this point as Grimdorf is reacting, and he notices he can't get across the ravine, so he starts patiently walking his way back towards the bridge. Five successes on my attack. You hit. Roll damage. I got four successes to climb up this fucking rope, by the way. Mm-hmm. Eleven damage. <laughs> you, you just about <laughs> split that troll in half. His, his armor, uh, I, I fell on soaking for armor. And I rolled a 3d10 on Ancestral's blood armor. You you about rip him in half with your fucking sword. You hit him from the chest and you rip down all the way down through his pelvic area. And his legs flail apart when they when you hit him in the air. And he just flops over Does your shoulders. Does it get the anime spray? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Is he going to regen? Blood troll? No. Yeah. I thought trolls do regen in this game. No, they have, um, they have fast healing. They don't have regen. Hmm. They can't grow an arm back. But he can heal himself. Yeah, yeah. he can. You see the first one that Mortimus cut in half is trying to pull itself back to its legs. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it, Grimdorf, it looks at you and it says, Something is hunting us. You better run too. Thanks for the advice. <laughs> Betty, as you get to the top of the ropes, um, I say, Trolls. <laughs> I hate these things. Why do they have to be trolls? Why do they have to be trolls? <laughs> the bells start getting louder. You see Mortimus. I know those bells. Two tens and an eight. And a seven. Four successes. Climb up. We'll have to do this the old school way. He sheaths his sword. Run! <laughs> he starts running. On my way by, I kick the troll. <laughs> <laughs> you bastard! I didn't even have my legs yet. It says Marmon. You know what? I stop and I throw his legs over the cliff. 
<laughs> I know. I'm being serious. <laughs> Why would you throw the legs and not the top half? Because fuck that troll. <laughs> <laughs> Puts his arms up. What the fuck? He says in Marmon. <laughs> and then I start running. <laughs> Grimdorf, you see everybody running. You see Octavius like kind of getting to the top. You help him up the rest of the way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Lori, you start running. Yes. Badius, you stop and you turn, and you see one of the trolls being overcome by a very large man, wearing a trench coat and a big hat, holding a lantern. And he takes him down really aggressively, using very weird techniques. And you notice those techniques over a crossbow. And he starts gutting that troll right there where he stands. I'll wait for these two to catch and up. And you see him look towards you and you hear in the wind. Hmm. Yes. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's you go. Start running. <laughs> I'll wait for Grimdorf and them to catch up. Start running. Long story short, you guys get a little bit further into the Fernian Forest line, and you see Mortimus looking around, and he says, I think this is okay. Give me your hands. Oh. Reach out my hand and grab his. And just like that, you guys are in West Pergamon. everybody to go ahead and roll their um, stamina's again for teleporting. After, I'm going to roll again, aren't I? Yep. Yep. Two successes. You're fine. Three successes. You're fine. Standard? Mm-hmm. I got a seven. You're fine. Actually, it wasn't standard. It's seven. But oh. I had three sevens. Seven, seven, nine. Wait, what am I rolling? Stamina. Oh, just stamina? Mm-hmm. Oh, I need to clean my britches. One seven seven. You're fine. You guys look around and you guys are back at Octavius's farm. Um, it's nighttime here, um, and there's a light snow kind of falling. The moon is out. The sky is clear, except for a small cloud pushing in where the snow is coming from. You guys are at the bridge to the entrance of Octavius's farm. From there, about every two to three hundred feet is a large spike sticking up out of the ground made from a tree trunk with torches and wire wrapped around it. And each one of the spikes, or pikes as you would, sticking out of the ground has one of Octavius's farm hands stuck through it um, they are bound they look like they've been tortured um, some of them are missing body parts uh, some of them are missing their eyes they're all bloody and they've all been 
well, they've all been abused in some way, shape, or form. And all of these pikes, as you guys walk, the walk up to the farm leads to the farmhouse, which is on fire currently. Um, and around the farm, you see 25 legionnaires at the farmhouse. And next to the legionnaires, you see the sheriff, who looks pretty distraught about all of this. And you see the magistrate in full armor on, and they're all on horses, horseback, all on the, the for, all on the uh, chaos steeds that you guys saw in the, uh, the magistrate's stable. He sees you guys approaching, and the chaos legionnaires immediately take the ar- to arms, and the magistrate puts his hand up and lets you guys approach as he starts walking slowly with a couple of his mightiest legionnaires on his horse. He's kind of trotting down to you guys. You do not see your dad. You do not see your father. Why? Why? We're fucking helping you. What have you done? We're we're trying to fucking fix whatever is happening to your daughter. Why? They didn't do any of this. They had nothing to do with this. The fuck is wrong with you? He is Marmon. That's what's wrong with him. Exactly. He takes a deep breath. You see this. There's nighttime here now. Mortimus is pretty big. Oh, yeah. I'm going to step behind Mortimus. And pull he kind of looks over his shoulder. And I'm going to pull out a fucking arrow. And start notching a fucking... I'm going to pull out two. He kind of puts his hand up like, wait a minute. There may be something more to this situation here. You did not see the boy's father. I can take him right off of that horse. They may kill his father. See what he wants. He's like trotting down all casually, and you see you guys start getting surrounded by the Marmond Legionnaires. I'll put the bow back then and put my hand on my hilt then instead. I step forward. Cassius, boy, did you bring what you are supposed to bring? The key to get my daughter out of that lake? Where's my father? He's being held prisoner. You shouldn't have killed my men. You knew that was stupid, and you knew there would be retaliation against that. It wasn't You my forfeit your land and your farms to chaos. It wasn't my idea to take them. I was trying to discuss You the were responsible for their actions. Lay down your sword. Give me the key so I can release my daughter. You may see yourself alive out of this, including your father. Your lands have been taken from you. I own them now. Give me the key. Guarantee nobody else dies. If you give me the key, and you put down your arms, and you convince your whatever they are to do so also, nobody else dies. None of them. You have my word. (laughs) Not gonna happen. You see Mortifus turns to you and smiles. Not gonna happen, Marmon. Perception and empathy to see if he's lying to me, and I'll spend a willpower. Nine and a ten, and a willpower. He's not lying. And he says, as a matter of fact, 
If you give me the key now, and you let us leave my lands, I'll give you time to mourn. You can collect your father in the morning, and you can be gulaid from here. Octavius, up to you. You don't want to take that choice. It's your father at risk here. You've already lost everything. You lost your friend, both your friends. You've lost your farm hands. You've lost your your friends in the farm hands, and they have your father. Yeah. Is that a chance you're willing to take? Lost thirteen people today. Is that a chance you're willing to take? We give you this key. You stop the summoning of the Death Head. You prevent that thing from happening. I have been told, you see the magistrate, that that is the case. And my daughter gets out of the lake, and you were gulaid. You take your father, you go, and you leave West Pergamon. Who told you this? My trusted advisors. He looks back to the sheriff and to the sage. They have reassured me that this is going to happen. You think I want to lose my town, boy? More than your town will be gone. This whole country will be devastated if that thing is released. I've already made a request for more Mormon troops. Don't worry about my business. You worry about yours. It's get every- your father back and get out of town. It's everyone's I business. I should kill all of you for what you did. It's treason what you did. Attacking Marmon legionnaires. Are you out of your mind? Decapitating them? Grimdorf, my lord. I was willing to accept you as a lord in my town. Why were they even sent you after us? You fucking attacking my men? <laughs> Is that how you repay my respects? Your respect was worth very little. I see that now. Coming from a man worth of such little. <laughs> I'm a bronze beard. We live in Citadel. Did you think I would trust a Marmon? I should have never trusted you. I should have imprisoned you the moment you came in my town. The trust between us was never supposed to be equal. It was supposed to be weighed in favor of you, and that's not something I'm willing to extend. So you kill my men? Your men. Asked you to respectfully drop your arms and come back to my... Why? Because of him. He points to Mortimus. Because I did not know he was in town. And if I had, and if I had known you were working with him... I would have never asked you to go on this quest. He has nothing to do with what's happening. He has everything to do with what's going on. For all we know, he's the one that cast this spell in the first place. Look at him. There's something wrong with him. There is something wrong with him, but from what I've been told. By who? Those men in the woods? The Thronian. <laughs> those men? Yeah. Let me tell you something about those men and what they've been doing across these lands. Make your choice, Octavius. You're either going to give me this key and I'm going to release my daughter and put her finally to peace. And you can take your father and be gulaid. Or you can stand here and try and stop 25 of my legionnaires from taking it from you. And I will send word. And they will kill your father. They will destroy all of us. All right, fine. I'll stop it there. <laughs> Bastard. No, I, uh, <laughs> Bastard. Bastard.
poor, poor Octavius? If a part of me was more human, I'd feel a bit responsible for what happened to his ilk. But I'm not, <laughs> and I don't. It's too bad they'll be lost in oblivion, though. It's why we need the Elder Gods. Some place to go when you die, instead of becoming one with the ether. Tales may be dark, but I promise they can get darker. And darkness brings the wickedness of the world and a soft evil that primes the deep of space. Uh, I hate you humans and your existential crisis, sis. It's just another day in old Mortimus's life. And to think things may even get worse before they get better. Was I maybe wrong again? <laughs> then poor Cal didn't want to do this in the first place. Maybe we'll see him again. Only time will tell. Buckle in your carriage because the next part will put you in a doozy. Because death only brings more death in the world of the Obsidian Deathhead and its minions. super fun granted my character didn't do a lot of cool stuff <laughs> no he did a lot of cool stuff he just didn't complete a lot of cool <laughs> stuff yeah. he started a lot of really cool stuff mm -hmm. he could have really showed off he could have you know this happens though you, you know, know it's all yeah. the roll of the dice i've made the most epic characters man and fucking failed miserably at those characters i mean you know? neil has made epic swordsman critically oh, yeah. failed and then you remember himself. oh yeah he was a one-trick pony for so long devastated he was so devastated <laughs> uh he died being a one-trick pony i know I because him. he because he critically failed because he just... critically failed you have no ties to octavius and his family i mean what what's going on through his mind is he going to stick this through is he going to see like like does he care about this person now about octavius yeah I mean, technically, you could be like, you know, fuck uh, Octavius's family. I'm out of here. I'm not gonna deal with this. I mean, Grimdorf loves people, so yeah, he, he definitely likes Octavius. Octavius is good people. Doesn't hurt anybody. That's yeah. the kind of people he likes. And probably doesn't plan on sticking around very long after this whole situation gets resolved. Yeah. Yeah, you know, he's probably gonna want to move on. Keep on adventuring. Yeah. Exactly. He's, yep. He doesn't feel attachment to the town or the people or anything like that, but he definitely feels for him after losing his friend and everything, and he definitely doesn't like the situation that's going on, so he's definitely going to stand on the side of what he thinks is right. That's what he's been looking for all along. Octavius. This is hitting your character, or Jake, this is hitting your character Octavius the most. The most, yeah. Your, your character is being the most affected by this. This storyline is kind of revolving around your character. Um... What do you we, think you're going to do when we come back? I mean, you know what you have to do. Yeah, we have to fucking get her out of the lake, but 
I don't trust the people of the town to do that now. The sheriff and the sage, and I'm not sure if they're yeah, but <laughs> having our best interest in mind. I know, but I mean, is he going to be like, uh, there's no way that you're going to convince them otherwise. I mean, even the best role that you could do might buy you a little bit of time, but they're going to do what they're going to do. They think, this, this magistrate thinks that by taking this key and giving it to the sage, that they're going to release the daughter, his daughter, put her at rest, and this is going to be done. That's what he genuinely thinks. You got your empathy role on that. Yeah, he actually 100% believes yeah, that. Yeah, and he believes that you double-crossed him by killing his guards. <laughs> so, you know, he's reacting, and he re retaliated to what happened with you guys attacking his guards. You knew yeah, that he was, was just doing what was... You knew that was going to happen. Mm -hmm. uh, you hoped... Now, Pravi yeah, did say that he was going to send somebody to warn them. Mm-hmm. But whether that person got there or not, I have no idea. You don't know. You don't know. You just got back. You do have an ace in your in your deck. You know what I mean? Or in your hand. Yeah. We've you got have Mortimus. Now, whether or not he actually does anything <laughs> or not to aid you is kind of a different fucking story here. He, this guy's totally unpredictable. He's almost as chaotic as these fucking Marmons. Yeah. Um, you got a lot to think about before next game. I do. I do. I don't. I don't think I'm going to be able to trust them with all this going down, with them slaughtering everybody, even though they they kept my father alive. I think this is going to be yeah, the, you're going the to take, final breaking straw. Do you think your character's going to take that chance? Because chances are they got 25 guys here. They're going to try and take it from you anyways. Mm -hmm. And they might seriously injure you guys in the process or kill you. Is that a chance you're willing to take? But if we let them have this thing, way more people are going to go down. Maybe I've got one. I might just free her and break the spell. You never person know. Person left. I mean, I'm not saying that this thing is going to create the spell. I didn't say that at all. Yeah, we have no idea. It's a fifty-fifty toss. Yeah, it, it's a coin flip right now. We could give it to him, and they could put it in there, and she gets out, and everything stops. And we're like, cool. Or we could, they could put it in there, and then fucking the obsidian death head rises, and everything goes to shit. For sure. And I don't know enough about it to know what the right call is as far as arcane or magic. What'd you guys think of that uplift? Mm -hmm. It's pretty fun, right? Yeah. You very, guys kicked that awesome. thing's ass, man. I was really hoping to mm -hmm. fucking put Wreck some... some you guys haven't taken any damage yet. Nope. Except for the first game. I mean, the first game was the only damage you guys had taken. I'm yeah. really hoping I was going to hurt you guys with Sliced the logo of that uplift. Yeah. Fucking, I, I, I was looking to whip your ass with that ablith, and you were just dodging me left and fucking right, man. Well, that's because... Yeah, Jacob remembered the rule. Hey, what? <laughs> yeah. Hey. Yeah, as long as you total defense, basically. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, they try and hit me. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. Can't, can't uh, hit me. I was so looking forward to yeah. setting it on fire, and it didn't uh, even get to your armor. It would have been good. That uh, was my favorite combat so far because there was strategy involved, you know. So yeah. I was well, you know, for everybody Neil to the, finish making his attacks. Exactly. The yeah. and then yep. Well, you know, I, I, you know, and you guys are game masters too, in a sense. Yeah, it wasn't with D and D, like, you guys know confrontation isn't you know? just uh, hack and slash. It's yeah. about it's about the what was it, Mike? That you told me a long time ago. Uh, we're not murder. You were talking to me about EL versus CR. CR. Yeah. Encounter level versus you know the creature rating. creature rating. And I, I didn't understand that when I first started running the uh, Pathfinder, mm -hmm. and it was you. You sat me down and you're like, "Look, Nick, it's not all about just a CR rating. You could have like a lot of low CRs." And then you can have a very high encounter level because it's how those CRs integrate with the encounter itself 
and the, the the difficulty of the encounter as and a the, whole yeah mm-hmm. and the environment and everything oh yeah doing. and and you know i remember when it really set in and uh, i think you were still playing that when i was doing uh it was uh book three of that uh campaign that i was running the pathfinder one uh, rise of the rune lords it was in the clock tower were you a part of that mm-hmm. yeah I whipped your guys' fucking asses at that clock tower, man. And you guys saw what, one of your homies die falling, mm-hmm. and you guys all got scared of falling at that time. And <laughs> it was like, I was like, oh shit, was falling. Yeah, I was like, the homie, fell, holy the shit, man, that was fell, a really hard encounter with that clock tower. And, mm-hmm. and you came in at that last minute of the the Ruin Lords, but there were some really good encounters in that. It makes strategy a thing, but it also makes challenging the the party difficult for the GM sometimes because you don't want to feel like you're picking on anybody. And generally the way I do it is I try not to TPK them, but like if someone gets taken out early, sorry bro, you got fucking shot in the fucking neck, mm. you know, with an arrow. Yeah. You gotta pull that shit out. Sometimes it's not yeah. just in the knee. Mm. Yeah, dude, exactly. Well, you guys have been rolling good and you guys been, I mean, you guys devastated those fucking legionnaires. Well, I mean, you really did. did. Mm. And well, <laughs> and, and you guys did a really good job against the skeletons even. I mean, nobody took any damage, as far as I remember from the skeletons. No. And I mean, those were dangerous fucking zombies too. And then uh, this was an Aboleth, and you know this could have been really. You passed your will save. Uh, you know Mike's character was doing a lot of cool stuff to subside or subside the uh, the goop. Yes. Yeah, so you know which could have been worried. devastating. And Grimdorf and Badius really rocked it, and mm-hmm. you know you did what you were supposed to. You were playing defense. Yeah. So everything. I mean, you guys are veterans, so you guys mm-hmm. know what you're doing with these situations. Andre. Obviously, the the love seat over here is showing nothing but love to this mm-hmm. to this podcast. So I'm gonna give you guys kudos again man <laughs> Seth Jake you guys have been like uh, nothing but a power force for this fucking Thank podcast you. I really appreciate everything you guys do thanks Good guys day. for showing up tonight I want to remind the listeners to uh, check out obsia.com O-B-Y-S-S-I-A-H.com. Uh pretty soon Neil's going to Seattle for a little bit and when he gets back he has promised me he's going to put some effort and time into making sure the characters are drawn all badass and stuff. So but hopefully by the time, because we're, we're a little delayed as far as recording and releasing goes. So hopefully by the time this airs, we'll have some really cool stuff on there. Um, also, uh, this is self-finance. We do have a couple producers, especially in this episode. Um, I'm going to give a shout out to, you know, uh, Jacob Buchanan. He's a producer. Um, Seth, I want to thank you for continually showing your support and, you know, getting people. And you guys keep doing what you're doing. It's, it's, it's going slow. It's going steady. But I think compared to how many shows are out there, we could have fucking 10 listeners right now. You know what I mean? It's, mm-hmm. it's going okay. Um, Patreon. Uh, I want to sh- uh, make sure you go to patreon.com forward slash record or mortimus. We got a great tier system set up there. There's cool stuff there. There's awesome stuff. There's there's a cool thing where like if you do donate the one highest tier, or I don't even think it's the highest tier. I think it's the twenty dollar tier. I don't know. I could be wrong, but you get to make an NPC, and I will make sure that it's in season two. I promise you that. I will make sure your fucking character is in season two. It may be a blacksmith. But it'll be in there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> what am I missing here? Uh, check out our social media stuff. And check out, you know what? Um, you guys go ahead and send me your uh, social media stuff if, if you want to, and I'll I'll put links on there too. I want to hear commentary, man. I want to hear the people listening to us. I want to hear what they think of the show so far up until this point. So hit me up on Record of Mortimus on the Facebook group. Just search that, or even go to the Instagram Record of Mortimus and message me there. I want to see what you guys think. Give me some feedback. Give me some, you know. And if you have questions for the players, that'd be cool too. If you want to know what's going on with Octavius, hey, 
uh, give me a message and I will link it to Jake's, uh, you know, Instagram or whatever it, it is he feels comfortable talking to listeners on. Um, so cool. All right. Well, thanks, guys. I appreciate you guys joining me tonight. Thanks for getting in for the last minute. Um, we'll see you guys soon. We'll get the last two episodes in. And uh, thanks. I had fun. This episode was produced by Dark Waters, executive produced by Nick Nelson and Stephanie Hall. Uh, let's see here. All music was uh, originally written for this podcast by Lucy and Dreams. Uh, the episode was mixed and mastered by myself, Nick Nelson, and Preston Hardwick. Mm-hmm.